0: hey mom what do you think about this mommy 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 hey y'all and welcome to the next edition of the millennial mama podcast this podcast is 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 so fun for me um it gives me the opportunity to release it gives me the opportunity to talk which everyone knows i like to do um i'm so excited for what's coming I'm, i'm gonna keep letting you all know that there there is some great things coming with the podcast as far as guests and other people's opinions and relationship stuff all of that's coming um we're almost there i'm almost at the point where i'm ready for that i'm almost uh prepared to say physically because you have to make sure that you have the space ready so that the sound and the quality is right and everyone everyone can play a role and participating in the dialogue. So that's definitely coming up. Uh, We don't have a specific topic today. I wanted to just talk about what's happening in the world, stuff that we all are listening to and hearing about, and also what we all are preparing for, preparing for, which is back to school. It's that time again, whether you're in school and you are preparing for your next semester, or your kids are in school, well, everyone knows someone that's getting ready to go back to school, and you understand the stresses of that. The biggest thing, or the funniest thing, that's been in the news for about the last week, week and a half, and like I told you from the beginning, we're not going to do a lot of media stuff, but I thought that this deserved uh, just a quick, my opinion on the the topic, Right? So, if you watch Power, most of us, we grew up with 50 Cent when it comes to, like, his music and that type of stuff. And then we all know Floyd Money Mayweather from being the richest boxer ever, probably. These fools are out here beefing, like, for real beefing, going back and forth, and it makes no sense. I don't care what no one says, it makes no sense. Both of y'all got way too much money, and you should not have the time that y'all are spending on this beef but when i decided that i was going to talk about it i was like it looks like well people are saying uh they are bringing up stuff and it's at the point of no return and i've been been doing a lot of research or having a lot of conversations about family these guys are family i don't get what nobody say they don't they're not blood related but they're family and what they're doing is just having a big brother little but little brother punching match it's gonna it's gonna end soon probably it's probably over by now this is what people do. This is what they go through. But this is also a prime example of people taking shit way too far, too fast. Or it's a prime example of, or it's a pro- prime example of, be careful who you tell your business to, because that's the situation that both of them are in. They they are going way too hard, but they're exercising their right to be sensitive men. And that's what they're doing. At one point, somebody at the very beginning should have been like, "Nah, bro, I'm not going to entertain this. I got other shit to do. We got a business deal to close, or something like that." But no, it's like, "Oh, he hit below the belt. Watch this." And that's how we fight. To me, that's so corny, but that's how we fight. And I say we um, we fight like that as siblings. We fight as that. We fight like that as family. We fight like that as. People that you call your friends as soon as something goes wrong or so as soon as shit hits the fan The first thing that for some reason I don't know why maybe it's because That's what we know and that's what we've been exposed to I could be wrong, but that's what we do We all hit below the belt one thing that we make sure that we do in our house and me and Andrew have done this for forever uh, But it's hard to remember when you're in the moment, right? I'm never going to proclaim that we are, like I said, relationship goals. We ain't that. We ain't whatever, right? We're not perfect. That's not what we are. Uh, but we work. But we work because in the event that we have a, a disagreement or we have an argument, we always remember to fight fair. And it's hard to do. It's, hard to, it's not hard to do once you realize it, but it's hard to realize it once you're in the moment. And that's what I feel like these these guys aren't doing. Like, you're not fighting fair. You're starting something. You're having a, t- or you're discussing something. Or you have disagreed, you've disagreed on a topic. And then you've decided that we aren't going to fight fair. It's no holds barred. Uh, I'm going to make sure I got when it's like a rap when I I got to I got to make sure that I have the best punchline, or I'm going to make sure that I get the most clicks or the most attention I'm going to make sure that um, the most people see this impact that it, that's going to happen to your life not considering when it's all said and done when we not when we don't want to be mad no more like those, the shit that you put out to the world don't go away. You have to remember that, or we have to remember that when it comes to, let's just say we're going to talk from uh, people in relationship from that perspective, right? Um, let's just say you get into an argument, a heated argument with your girlfriend or you get into a bad argument with your boyfriend. Let's just say that this happened, right? For whatever reason, you as a guy, you go tell your boys, Like, her ass did this, that, and the third. She should have never did this. She said this. And as a woman, you go, you telling your mama, this motherfucker did this. And you telling your best friend, like, he said this. And I found out this. Or whatever, right? So, y'all go back home after you done venting. Y'all go back home. Y'all shake hands. Y'all kiss and make up. And then guess what? The people that you just gave all of this information to, they didn't forget that you just told them this. So when you start putting stuff in the air and you start giving people extra information that don't necessarily have anything to do with them, you can't expect for people to forget shit. Like, oh, I'm supposed to forget that you said that you was on his Instagram and you found him doing that. No, I think he a a cornball. I don't think he, he ain't shit. I, no, like I can't change my perspective just because you decided to play nice. That's why I tell people, especially new couples, when they're getting into relationships and they or not when they getting into relationships, when they feel like that it's going to be a forever thing, or they feel like they want to work to get it to a for everything. You cannot tell everybody everything. If you feel like or if that's what you have been doing in the past, you have to stop today snap your finger it's done because if this is somebody that you want to be married to so whether you want it to be your wife or you want it to be your husband you can't expect for you to be able to say this person did this that and the third we show up at your wedding yes everything's beautiful everything's fine but i'm not gonna forget that you said whatever that whatever you said so we have to make sure that we are very, very cognizant of what we put into the air, what we give off to other people. And I really appreciate the people that are around me. Um, I'm not a venter. Like, I, I would be the first to say, uh, if me and Andrew not seeing eye to eye, eye we're not friends today. That's what I would say. I would be the first one to say, no, we're not friends today. We're not feeling each other today. We're on different levels today. That's what I would say. And it's not, it's no more, no less. Because I understand that once you start to go into details, and one thing about it is people love details. Not only people shit, me too. We want to make sure that we get the most information possible so that we're able to come up with the right assumption. Or we want to make sure, we want to make sure that we have enough details that we are able to accurately provide an opinion. Little do we know, it's not none of our business at all. I tell people all the time, first of all, my name Bennett, I ain't in it. I don't want to be in nobody's shit at all. But not only that, don't tell me this and then you don't want to hear what I got to say. That's why, to me, that's the most important part of telling people things, right? Because there's no way that you can give off all of the information that you want to give off and then expect for them to just listen and not have an opinion or a rebuttal or a question, that's stupid. Maybe you're talking to the wrong person because anyone with any intellectual ability at all, they are not. you're not able to just listen to somebody talk and not have an opinion behind it. Let's just say you're listening to my podcast right now and I'm saying something you don't agree with. If you don't say it to me, you're gonna have this conversation with somebody. Like I heard this person say one, two, and three, and this is how I feel on it. Because the way that our minds work, it, it's gonna keep, you're gonna keep thinking about it. And I'm like, damn, that don't make sense. Or I wonder what would make somebody feel this way. No two relationships are gonna be the same. No, no argument or altercation can be the same. You can put two couples in a room, give them the exact same situation, they can argue about the exact same thing and the argument sounds completely different. Because people have their ways of handling things. And I guarantee you out of those two people, the, the, the couple that decided to one fight fair and then two have a discussion or argument or disagreement amongst the two of them without allowing the outside world to chime in that's the couple that's going to be successful if you've seen a couple that was able to say hey i'm gonna tell my mama i'm gonna tell my auntie i'm gonna tell my grandma i'm gonna tell my sister i'm gonna tell my cousin if you've seen that and it was successful let me know like i don't mind being wrong but i just know when it comes to relationship shit like, I've been in it for so long, I pretty much got it down packed. Not only that, I do a lot of reading and I do a lot of um, paying attention to shit other people go through. Um, I'm not one of those people that that's, not, that's like, oh, that's not a big deal. No, it may not be a big deal today. But it's going to... It's gonna, it may potentially blow up to something that could possibly be a big deal in the long run. Like, some things you got to handle at its core. That way, it's, it doesn't grow into something that you can't control. And that's what everybody. That's I, Not just relationship, but friendships and whatever, right? So, that's... We all just got to learn how to fight fair. At the end of the day, dumb two MFers was not fighting fair. And... They should have. Like, you got way too much money to be out here acting a fool, cutting cutting a fool. And one thing that you did know, uh, one one thing that I noticed that usually happens, right? And I only, I cl- again, I closed my Facebook down again because I just wasn't feeling it. And I don't really understand it. Don't judge me. I'm starting to turn into an old lady. Whatever. But on Instagram, there was not one person of importance like their friends other celebrities people who know them there was no one who chimed in publicly like like I guarantee that there were people that was behind the scenes like hey y'all gotta chill or hey oh that was wrong oh you probably shouldn't have said that but when it comes to other celebrities or probably th- their closest friends you didn't see them chime in publicly and I think that that was big because first thing a lot of us do when you get some news or right now we call them the T, Let's just call it T, The first thing you do is tell somebody. Now, let me tell you something. Ask my siblings. Ask anybody that's close to me. I am a title tale. Period. Always been that way. But on the other hand, you can slash title tale and say I'm a vote. When I say a vote, I mean like A vault. Like, if you give me information and you tell me specifically this is for us, between you and I, it does not go further than that. But if you're just casually talking, yep. Like I said, it may end up on a podcast. Me and my mama might talk about it. Me and the people at work may talk about it. It's going to be a conversation somewhere in my life. Because, especially if it's interesting. Things that's interesting to me, it turned. That's what keeps my wheels turning. Like, And I want to be able to hear a different perspective on it. So if you tell me not to tell nobody, then it's, it's between you and I. But if you don't tell me not to tell nobody, if you don't let me know it's a secret, God damn it, it's public knowledge. We having a conversation about it. Or me in somebody is having a conversation about it. It may not be the best thing. And it may make people tighten a seatbelt in their car like, I'm not telling this bitch nothing else. That's cool. But if you want to tell me, you better tell me it's a secret. You better tell me it's a secret. Anyway, I'm trying not to make this podcast too long. But one thing that I wanted to make sure that we touched on was we as parents are preparing for or we as parents are preparing to send our kids back to school. And some of us are preparing sooner than others simply because school starts at different times for different people. My son starts school in 16 days, I think ish whatever he's he's starting school pretty soon and I I always make sure that I'm prepared or I always make sure that he's prepared so that we're prepared um I say all the time and I mostly say it at work but if you stay ready you don't have to get ready I have school supplies I have a drawer full of school supplies that I have been accumulating things over the last couple years and especially when it's new I don't throw it away so and I'm pretty sure I'll add to it this year uh we get a list around this time every year things that they need he's going into the 4th grade so I pretty much know what it is like I've already gotten the majority of the things but it's always those one offs something that you never thought of uh a weird binder or something that it looks just like every other binder but it has to be as specific as it says on the list so you just you just want to make sure that you are prepared. I hate to hear, and if I offend you, I apologize. But I hate to hear people say, like, or get frustrated when it's back to school time, or you have to buy school uh, school supplies off a of school supply list, or if they're asking you to do something and you don't do it. One thing, and no, I'm not a teacher, but I have a high respect for teachers because they are underpaid and overworked, period. No matter what district they're in, what city they're in, they are underpaid and overworked. So if they are asking for whatever, clinics and glue sticks and whatever they're asking for in the higher grades, you have to pay for two, $300 calculators and shit. If they are asking for you to have this for a reason. And I hate to hear parents that aren't prepared to make sure that their kids have the things that they need. You knew when school started last year that your kids were going to need school supplies. You knew January 1st that your kids were going to go back to school and going to need school supplies. You knew when school let out that your kid would eventually go back to school and they would need school supplies. And for you to get stressed and uh, get overwhelmed with buying school supplies and uniforms and gym shoes and whatever you have to buy, like that freaks me out, especially for those of us who has been on vacations and those of us who out here in all the finest Gucci's and Prada's and whatever Chanel's. Like, I don't want to hear the bullshit from y'all. Get your ass up and go get the stuff that your kids need for school, period. Period. Now, on the flip side, there's some parents that are out here struggling. They were struggling last year. They were struggling at the beginning of the year. They were struggling at the end of the last school year. And they're struggling now. Those are the people that have to be able to put your pride aside and say, I need help. Now the baby's woke. Sorry. This is the Millennial Mama Podcast. And millennial mommying don't stop. No, it does not stop. Okay, be quiet. For those of y'all who don't know that my kids are uh, a little over seven years apart, and it freaked me out for a long time, but... It's been a godsend just as late, of lately. Aiden loves his brother. That's what he calls him, my buddy. And whenever I just need a few minutes, especially just to finish up a podcast or whatever, um, AJ's able to hang out with him, take him in his room, and he's just showing him the, or giving him that brother love and affection. So I appreciate my big boy for stepping up and being the best big brother possible. But back to this school supply thing. Um... We have to be able to lend a helping hand when you can. If you you know somebody that's struggling and they got more than one kid, I can only imagine what it's like to have to pay for sneakers for four, five kids, and you got about you get lists for every kid in every grade, and you got to make sure you get all of that. Yes, those are their kids, but in order for us to be um, a community that's pushing each other forward, and you want everybody to win. If you can buy extra, a couple extra notebooks, then why not? Most of the time, they get the notebooks when they like ten cent. You can buy a box of notebooks for like three, four dollars. If you know somebody that needs something, help them out. Like That's what we have to do. We have to get into the space where you're not doing it just to be able to post it on Instagram, like I did this for this person. No, it's not about that. We gotta make sure that we are setting these kids up to be as successful as they possibly can. No kid wants to start school and they don't have new sneakers when the rest of the kids got on new sneakers. No kid wants to start school and they're wearing the same book bag that they had on last school semester. So if you can do anything to help, whereas, whether it's buying a glue stick or a pair of scissors or a ruler, or a compositional book, if it's something that we, should, we can do, we should do, especially if it's in your family. Like, because... My family is everything to me, whether it's my immediate family or my extended family, my family is everything. And if you know of someone in your family and they are too proud to say, hey, I don't know if I'll be able to afford this, please help them out a little bit. Now, listen, these rules come with different exceptions, right? Now, if your baby birthday was two weeks ago or two weeks before school started and he dripped in the finest Gucci clothes. Or he got on an adult Montclair outfit. Or whatever he got on. He got on the Jordans that just came out last Saturday. Don't think that you're going to be out here getting help. Buying school supplies. Because that just means your priorities are in the wrong place. Like you, your priorities are messed up. And I'm just not going to help you. Do the things that you want to do. But you're not doing the things that you have to do. So it comes with exceptions. And... um. The biggest thing to me is when you are helping somebody, help them with a pure heart. Help them where you don't give a damn when nobody else knows that you're helping them. If you're going to help somebody, make sure it is something that is pure. You come with pure intentions at all times. Because if... You doing it just to, like I said, post it on Instagram. or you doing it just to tell the next person, oh, I did this for the next person? Don't do it. Don't waste your time. Keep your $20 in your pocket and keep it moving. Because first of all, God don't bless people like that. God don't bless situations like that. If you think that you're going to get something back in return because you, gave, you put something in, no, it's not about that. That means your intentions aren't pure. That means you were... Giving an investment and and expecting a return on your investment. So you can't do that. You want to make sure that everything that you do for somebody or you help somebody out, you're doing it. Not because I'm talking about it on on the podcast and, oh, that does sound like a good idea. Um, It's a girl on... Facebook. No, no, no. It's a girl on Instagram. She is... I I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. I don't know her name. But when I tell you she out here helping kids and buying book bags and hella school supplies, and I, I don't even know how you have the time to do it. Like, I don't know if she has a regular job. That's not my business. I don't care. All I know is she out here helping these babies. So, imagine if you had 55 of her in every state. Or if you had one of her in every community that that needed it not the big rich towns we don't need that not in the power neighborhoods and soho you don't need that but i mean like in the trenches where the kids are struggling and they don't know if they actually gonna make it to school the next day or they don't have food to eat until it's the next time for them to go to lunch tomorrow those are the people that need help so if you had one of her everywhere then it'll help the community start to build itself up. Now, one thing that we also have to remember is nobody's perfect. You can see somebody that's out here doing everything they can, but you can't nail them on the cross when they're doing something that you don't necessarily agree with. Unless it's like immoral. Like um, one of my core values is integrity, right? Yeah. I always want to make sure that I am as honest and is fair to everyone like no one has a superior title in my life outside of my husband and my children like that's the top and then everyone else trickles down right so with that being said i always want to make sure that you treat people like when they say you treat the janitor like the ceo you have to do that because you never know Where your blessing is going to come from. Um, I went to church yesterday. Praise the Lord. I went to church yesterday. And um, please don't log off when I start talking about church. Because this is going to be really quick. And. Let me give you just a little backstory on the church. So, my mom moved here last August. It's a lady at work that I'm really close to. She she says she they were having like a women's conference. They she wanted to invite me and my mom to this conference, and it was hosted by her church. Cool. Most of the time, if like I said. It, If I'm loyal to you, you ask me to do something. As long as I'm able to do it, sure, I'm with it, right? Uh, Unfortunately, I had to work that day, but my mom was off. So I was like, hey, you should go. Um, This lady from work invited you. She's a really honest lady, and um, I respect her a lot. I think you should check it out, right? She went. She enjoyed herself. She enjoyed the people. She enjoyed the environment. She just liked everything about the vibes of the The vibes of the people that were around her, which is cool, right? The next next thing you know, because this is hosted by, like it was a women's conference, hosted by a church. Next thing you know, my mama is going to this church frequently. Mind you, this was last August. She has been going and being a frequent, frequent visitor of this church. She has not joined, but she's been a frequent visitor. Um, a few weeks after the conference no, no no, I'm sorry, a few days before the conference, I found out that not only was the lady I work with a member of that church, but my boss's boss and her boss were members of that church. So because I felt like I always try to separate my life, I'm like, I can't even put myself in a situation where I even want to be a part of something like this. Um, Like I said, this was preconceived. I didn't know what the church was about. I didn't know the environment. I didn't know anything. But between now and last August, nothing but what my mom says. And when I say every time she comes home from church, it's always good vibes. And I wish you would have heard this sermon. And I wish that Andrew would have been around. Like she has, she's advocate for this church. Now, mind you, I said she's not a member. My mother has not joined this church. She, um, but she always says, this is everything that you know and love about church. And you will get exactly what you need from this, like all great things. Um, besides the fact that it's in the hood and y'all know I didn't got a little bougie, but that's, that's neither here nor there. I don't even know why I had to say that part. But anyway, um, three weeks ago I was approached by my boss's boss, and she asked me, hey, what are you doing the last Sunday of this month? Sorry, guys, the baby's back. She asked me, what was? What are you doing the last Sunday of the month? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Should I have plans? And mind you, let me let you know, I talk to my boss like I talk to anybody else in the building. Like nobody is more important than anyone else. I give everybody the same respect, and it's always, like I don't care what your title is. You're if You're a person to me. So she approached me like, what are you doing the last Sunday of the month? I was like, should I have plans? I don't know. It's the last Sunday of the month. Mind you, it's like the first week of July. And she said, well, I want to invite you somewhere. I was like, okay, but it's Sunday. We work Monday through Friday. I, I'm not sure why you invite me somewhere. That's what's going on in my head, right? So she was like, I want to invite you to my church. We're having um, like a friends and family type of thing. They called it a homecoming. Um And this church is really focused on like college and graduates and getting kids to college. And this is all what I've learned from going to this church one time. But she invited me to the church. If I to give you my word, not only the millennial mama, but taking myself outside of that, Danielle. If I give you my word, I'm going to make sure that I do everything I can to follow through on my word. So I told her, yes, I would come. And she was like, not only do I want you to come, I want you to stay a while and enjoy the festivities that we'll have. It's a lot of stuff for the kids to do and just just building up gas in me, basically, to, to get me to come to the church, right? Long story short, went to the church, and it was everything that I wasn't prepared for. Like, I feel like I got every single thing that I needed. It's not a massive church. Um, For the last aj's can can i finish hold on so for the last almost 10 years i've been going to not like mega churches but large churches and i feel like i've gotten what i needed uh from church and like i I was raised in the church like Sunday we was at church, Wednesday we had Bible study. Like we were like Friday we had stuff going on. Summertimes we always had something going on. I lived right around the corner from the church, so I didn't have a choice but to get my butt up and go. But when I went in this church yesterday, first of all, it was packed. When I say packed, I mean packed. No seats. So they have pews on the left and the right and then they have a center aisle, right? They put chairs from like their banquet room on the center aisles to make sure that we had seats. So um, I walk in, I see my boss's boss in the choir stand. And it's so funny when you have preconceived notions for people. Like I don't, I didn't have an expectation going into the place. I didn't have um, a preconceived notion. I didn't have anything. I just knew that I said that I would come and I went. So I, I see my boss's boss sitting in, uh, singing in the choir. And when I tell you the choir is probably made up of less than 15 people, it would be 10 would be modest, right? And, um, the, the vibe that you got when you walked into the church, I would take my hood as friend, to church with me. And I guarantee they would have enjoyed it because it was that relatable. Um, the, the, like I said, the vibe was great. The energy was perfect. Um, And it was just everything that I needed, but everything that I didn't want at the same time. People may think it's crazy. You think it may sound crazy when I say, I don't want to go to church with my boss. I don't know how many of y'all want to go to church with your boss. And if I'm wrong and if I sound crazy, please tell me I sound crazy. Because not only that, my husband thinks I sound crazy. Like he understands, but he's like, so you going to let this stop what stop you from getting what you need to get? I get it, right? And I know that I'm petty. I understand that. And I'm gonna tell you all the time if I think I'm petty, I think I'm petty. I don't have a problem with you addressing me like, bro, you tripping. So, um like I said, I would take my hooded friend to this church and I know that they would enjoy themselves. So, outside of the praise and worship, which was super right. They sung all the old school songs that I love. I told y'all I don't listen to new gospel music because I don't understand it. It's just like new rap. I, It's not my thing. Uh, but I listen to a lot of older gospel songs. The songs we sang, it, it means a different thing to me now than it did when we sang the songs. But out, outside of that, after the praise and worship, it was uh, the pastor came and he, he was like, okay, I got 13 minutes. One thing that I like about people is time. I cannot say honestly that i respect people time time all the time i don't respect time all the time that's what i'm trying to say and not just me it's my family for some reason if you give us a time nine times out of ten with me andrew and the kids we're gonna be like period it's gotten so bad when now my sister will give me a time and it's probably like 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour before call time to make sure that we're there on time. She think I don't know that I've caught on to what she's doing, but I get it. I, I know. And I have to give Andrew time, a time before that to make sure he's ready because he absolutely has no sense of time. Andrew's like, as long as we're there, we, or as long as we're going to get there, then we're good, right? So he 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 stood up. And I'm sorry, I keep backtracking, but he came to the pulpit and he said, I got 13 minutes. I want to make sure that y'all get what y'all need from me in 13 minutes. And when I say he delivered the message that he needed for everybody to hear in 13 minutes, I had never seen anything like that. And it was, it was so personal to every single person sitting in uh, the sanctuary at that time, but it was so broad. The biggest thing that he wanted to make sure that you took away from it was that God has already prepared for us what we are headed towards. It's just our job to get there. He's given us a task to, hey, you have to make a left, right, and then go straight. And then when you get there, it's yours. Like it's already there. I don't you don't need to wait for me when you get there because I've already set it up and you don't have to go anywhere else to get it. Right. And then I started to apply that to life like it's there already. Now I'm just working on my journey to get there. I say that to say this. We all have something that's already written in the books. Right. We have stuff that we have. It's stuff in our plans or whatever you want to call it. Whatever you, you've chosen or you've chosen to believe in, even if you don't believe in anything, your blueprint is written already. Now, whether you choose to head towards that that end goal or what's already ready for you, that's on you. That, that has everything to do with you and nothing to do with nobody else. And I thought that was so dope to hear because I needed to hear that. I, and I came home and i started doing stuff that i know i want i've been been saying that i was going to do what i didn't get the chance to do and um anybody who would listen i started to share that with them because i the people that i surround myself around are believers and you don't like i said you don't have to believe you can cut off this podcast when i start talking about god every single time but one thing for sure is there is definitely something higher or there is a higher power than what we have right now or have access to right now but to know And for me, everything is confirmation. To have confirmation that what's next for me is already right there. I already know I'm on my way to get it. And even before the message, I knew I was on my way to get it. Uh, Starting this podcast for me, meaning I was on my way to get it. That's something that I know that I wanted to do. And I prayed on it. And because it kept coming back, it, it was something that I knew uh, deserved some more of my time and energy, it's already ready for me. Like the levels that this podcast is going to go to, it's already prepared. I just got to go get it and I got to be patient. So if you think that hitting the lottery is, sorry, that may not be realistic for everybody because everybody don't play the lottery. But if you know some type of health and wealth is already in your plans, you just got to figure out how to get there and go get it. Um, I say the statement about the church because I wanted to make sure before I close out, because we are going to close out now. It's already gotten longer than I wanted it to be this week. What do you think about going to church with your boss? Please tell me. Let me know what you think. Um, And don't get super holy on me. I don't want to hear that. Like, that's not my thing. I tell you all all the time. I'm spiritual. I'm not super holy. That's, I don't want to hear it. But just tell me what you think. Not even church. Even if you don't want, you want to separate this from church. What do you think about just being in the presence of your boss outside of your building or wherever you work? What do you think about that? If I'm bugging and I'm and cause right now I'm like, no, it's not what I want to do. But I know for sure I want to go back to this church. I know that I'm supposed to be there. But let me know if I'm tripping. Cause I don't really want to go back. I want to go back, but I don't think I'm going to go back. Because I don't want to go to church with my boss or her boss. Like that's a whole lot for me. Separation between church and state. Read up, read, read about it. I want to make sure that uh, I am or I'm not tripping. If I'm tripping, tell me why the millennial mama at gmail.com. Sorry, the millennial mama, the number two at gmail.com. Again, the millennial mama, the number two at gmail.com. If I'm tripping, please tell me. Let me know what you think. Again, I want to thank you all for listening to the Millennial Mama podcast. Don't forget to send me an email or a text message, however you decide to contact me in reference to this podcast specifically. I guarantee you, people, that it is going to get better, and bigger and better and bigger and better. If you have any information that you want to, or if you have any questions or concerns that you want to talk about, or if you have any topics that you feel like you just want to hear my perspective on, then just reach out to me. Um, I have another one coming really soon. You just never know how many I'm going to drop this week. Uh, I'm feeling really good about the podcast. So again, thank you for listening. I appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Be blessed.